Hi, everyone. My name is Dr. Mark Leonard, and I am the Happiness Dude. Welcome to the Happiness Dude podcast, and where we help you to achieve more and be happier doing it. I'm excited today for a couple things. One, this is the inaugural, very first ever podcast by the Happiness Dude. And I'm so excited that I have Dr. Sean Warren on with me today. Uh, Sean and I have been good friends for many years, and I really look up to him and what he's accomplished in his life. And I'm excited to share some of the stories that both he and I have, and excited to share a little bit more about happiness and how we can achieve more of that in our lives. Sean, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Thank you, Mark. I've, I've got to tell you, this is really fun to have you on here, man. I mean, of all the places and ways to meet, it's to be online. Absolutely. You know, I, um, I was thinking, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I recently moved across the country, and I now live uh, in Arizona. You used to live here, and I've kind of teased you about coming back to the motherland, but uh, sounds like you're going to be very happy little bit closer to the ocean. Um, I think it's a great thing. I think you're in a great area and I'm excited to uh, actually excited to get out and see you guys. Anytime. Please do so. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. So, hey, okay. Uh, I just want to ask a couple questions tonight and get to know you and have our audience get to know you a little bit. So tell me a little bit about your story. Who, who are you? And uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, I, uh, so I, I, my story is pretty eclectic uh, as probably anybody else. Uh, uh, my, my story in my life is, I guess you could look back, maybe, uh, maybe atypical in some respects, typical in other respects. And uh, my, my wife and I often talk about how uh, we often like to move upstream. Uh, and we often ask ourselves, why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we always like to run upstream? Uh, we always seem to, to do things in our life that's just not the norm. Um, in other respects, it is. Uh, but what's normal these days, I guess. Uh, I, you know, my, my, my story, without boring you too much, um, I grew up in Northern California, a little farm up in Northern California. Uh, raised chickens, uh, cows, those those sort of things, uh, pigs, and and uh, and when I was younger, my my family had moved to Utah. Grew up in a in a middle class sort of home. Uh, my dad was a, a small business owner. Uh, I just remember at a very young age being the youngest of five kids. I uh, was beat up a lot by my older brothers. I uh, experienced a lot of hard work. My dad. Uh, he, he's 75 years old today and he, he kind of prides himself that he's going to die working. Uh, so I, I just kind of grew up in that home of hard work. Uh, when things get tough, you just buck up and, and keep moving forward and work hard. Uh, I think sometimes I grew up in a home, uh, with my dad, he often maybe worked too hard and not smart enough, but nonetheless, uh, it was always uh, much was provided and and uh, wonderful opportunities of growth and and so I as I grew, I had a decided to uh, get an education. I attended Brigham Young University and 
and uh, did schooling there and, and did some graduate uh, school down in Arizona and, uh, and then also out in, in uh, California uh, where I ended up getting my doctorate uh, with, with you there at the, at the great university on the ocean there. Yeah. And, Go yeah. Waves. Love Pepperdine. <laughs> I don't know how we got anything done with the view that we'd have from campus. Yeah, I know. I'm convinced that, that those classes, they felt a lot longer than I think they really were because I think I was trying to look outside more than I probably should. I, I agree. I agree. That's why I came back here. I, I missed the, I missed the, the Southern California. So, um, but you know, my, my, my background, I, I, I've been in education for a number of years. I've been in healthcare industry. Uh, I, I've served in an executive level, uh, currently working for an international company uh, in operations for international student management and housing and homestay uh, for international students. So I, I've had a, a background from, uh, in addition to education, starting and owning my own businesses uh, and so I've had quite the, the, the spectrum of experience and uh, worked with a lot of different people and, tried and got a lot of education. I don't know if I'm any smarter now than I was, uh, you know, 15 years ago whenever you start that, that, uh, that journey. But um, uh, that, that's just a little bit about myself. I have, I have the, the most important part of my life is uh, married and have five children. And uh, they're absolutely everything I do. The reason why I get up in the morning is because of them. And, uh, and even maybe part of the reason why I am where I am right now. So that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned that uh, you and your wife kind of joke about you always seem to be running or trying to swim upstream. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about some of the difficulties. What does that mean for you? running or and uh, trying to swim upstream well give, give us some yeah. examples you know I, I i i guess you could look at it this way is that you know i i look sometimes at friends and family and associates and i think uh you know uh they they've been in uh a career for many years the same career for many years they've been uh, in the same home for many years uh and um and, and it's, it's funny because my wife and I seem to, I wouldn't say be risky or take chances, but I think take chances. And, and I think sometimes we take uh, steps in our life and, and taking one job or starting this company or, or going to the next thing. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it took us to places where we probably wouldn't have thought otherwise. Uh, and, and, and really it, doing things where we felt like this is a difficult thing to do, but we feel like it's right. And, uh, and it's amazing how things work out in terms of, you know, as you strive and do the best you can, you get opportunities and you get uh, your job and you build your career and, and you have all these sort of experiences. Uh, but, but some of those challenges could just be simply from moving from another state. Uh, it could be integrating into a new community uh, taking on a new demanding job and, and, and just all the things that are involved in that while still trying to raise a family and, and be able to, to balance those things in my life. So I think sometimes those, those challenges is you're taking on challenges in your life while trying to balance everything else. That's, that's the most important. 
So how have you found this balance in your life? I mean, you're, you're right. Sean's being pretty, uh, pretty humble here about some of the roles that he's had, but as an executive, as a senior executive for an international company and, and the challenges that you have with that, how do you have this balance in your life that still brings happiness? You, you, you know, I, I think one of the things that I often, and, and I think sometimes some of us are born with this, some of us develop it. Uh, one of the things is I just don't try to take myself too seriously. And, uh, and, I, and I definitely, it's kind of a positive sort of self-depreciation of, your, of yourself. And, and, uh, and, and trying to find that balance is that, in, in light of not taking things too seriously, except when things need to be taken seriously, um, I, I, I tend to be able to focus more on those things that matter most between work and, and family and, and, and other service opportunities that I may have. Um, and, and just to be able to consciously think about what, what's, what's priorities in each and every day. You know, as, as you're thinking about your priorities for the day, is there any type of routine that you, um, subscribe to that you could say, you know, this is what Sean does every day? Uh, you know, I, I do actually, I, I, um, I'm not one to say every morning at, uh, 5.55 AM, I have a bowl of oatmeal with two cups and one, you know, teaspoon of brown sugar. And I have to have that every, I'm not that type of person, but I, I definitely do have a routine, uh, because I live in Southern California. Um, uh, the traffic is horrendous here. Uh, and, and so I, I wake up fairly early so I can get down to the office, uh, at, at a decent hour. A lot of, a lot of the teams that I, I work with are on the East coast. And, and so I, I try to get at the office at, at a fairly decent time, but, 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 but simply in doing that, I, I, I wake up in the morning early, uh, between five, five thirty. I usually, I wake my kids up. I have two teenagers that have to go to early morning for our church uh, at 6 a.m. And so I wake them up at 5.30. And, uh, and if I can get them out of bed by 5.58, I'm a, I'm a happy dad. Uh, and, then, and then I'm usually out of the house by, by 6. Um, and, and every morning before I actually leave the house, I have a, a devotional to myself, a spiritual devotional, um, uh, a prayer study. Uh, and then oftentimes when I'm driving to work, when I have about the hour drive to work, uh, I call my mom and, uh, I, I call my mom, I call my mom or my dad because they live in another state and, uh, and I just check on them every day. I just call my mom up and say, how you doing mom? How you doing dad? My dad's uh, you know, he get, he's 75 years old. He's down at work at 6am still working 12 hours a day. And, uh, we're trying to slow him down a little bit, but just checking on them. They're get they're, they're getting older. And uh, and do that, and then and in between that, I'll I'll take some work calls, and by the time I get to the office, I'm kind of that's that's my day. So uh, and then and get home and eat dinner with the family, and hang out, and then head to bed and start over again. I I love I love that you call your family daily. Um, It's kind of interesting. I was sitting as you said that. I thought, man, I don't think I initiate those calls all the time, but. I talk to my children. I, uh, you have five children. I have six. Um, you know, my boys especially 
I talk to at least one of them a day, mm-hmm. but most days I probably talk with both of them. And it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. I love, I love that we're able to connect on a recurring basis. It's just absolutely unreal. Um, so if you were to kind of tell a story of maybe one of the biggest and most difficult challenges in your life, what would that be, if you don't mind sharing, and uh, what were some things that you've done to, to help you get through your challenges? Um, you know, I, I, I consider myself a very con- uh, fortunate person. I, uh, I, I guess you could say maybe in one respect I've had a lot of challenges in life compared to other people, and other people I had, I've had nothing. You know what I mean? I, I've had... And so sometimes I, I kind of veer away, honestly, saying I have challenges or, or trials because I just feel like if I'm calling these challenges or trials, I think of other people that, that go through so much more. But, but for my measly little challenges, I, I guess you should, you should say, um, you know, I, I, I think the biggest challenge that I think we've had, and, and I think a lot of people go through the same thing as, as you grow as you develop, as you, as you continue to develop your career, um, uh, anywhere from financial challenges, um, to, uh, taking positions and, and pursuing, uh, work opportunities that's conducive to your family. Um, uh, and, and I would say probably in addition to, you know, the, the, the normal challenges of raising children, uh, I, I would say that the, the biggest challenge that, that you have and, and with the, the multiple demands that we have on our life is, is just being content with what you have. And that may sound small sometimes to people. Uh, you don't say, well, gee, I, I, you know, I, you didn't have a child die. You, you know, you, you don't have this disease. You know, you don't have this. I, I definitely have experienced a lot of family members, loss of family members and, and, and other hardships and accidents and things like that. But I didn't find those as challenging as is just sometimes trying to balance day to day, trying to balance that, that, that pursuing life and taking care of family while raising a family and, and trying to uh, manage, you know, finances and in a, in a, in a state that doesn't go very far with your money in Southern California. Um, uh, and I'm fine. I'm not. I'm not complaining or anything. But, but, but I would say that the, the the best way that I've been able to pursue a lot of these challenges or obstacle is just a lot of times grit. Just just simply persevering and just know tomorrow is going to be better than it is today, and that bad days do go away. Yeah, I I love that. Um, I I love the sunrise, you know, this morning, uh, we get up maybe not as early as you we're, we're up at six, but, uh, watching the sunrise this morning. And I thought to myself, as I looked out driving the kids to school that, you know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful that we have another day and another opportunity to just try and try again. And it, it's, it's really rewarding to watch those sunrises and, it's equally rewarding to watch the sunset and think, well, if the day didn't go as planned, I have another shot at it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
And, and I think that's part of that grit that you're talking about. It's just, it's just, well, I can do it again. I know I can do it again because I, I did it today. And I did it the day before and I keep doing it. So uh, it's, I think it's really helpful to just look at those blessings of those new days and those new opportunities. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's very easy to get bogged down in what's going wrong in your life. Yes. Uh, it's very easy. And, 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 and I've always been one to say, you know, yeah, it's easy to get down on what's going wrong, but I, I tend to be a type of person that always can be better is, you know what, I, I'm going to look for what's, what's, what's good today. What, what, what's, what's the blessing today? What's, what's, what are the gifts I'm getting today? And, and, and oftentimes when I look at life that way, and that's why I hesitate a little bit saying challenges because they in comparison, they're just not. And, and, and when I look at that, I just think I'm the luckiest guy on the planet. I just am. And, and it's very, it's very easy to get swallowed up in the negativity that's out there in the world. And I just try, I don't try to subscribe to it. Yeah. You know, you know, what I love about this, Sean, is you just had your second car stolen. You know, <laughs> I mean, it just blows me away. This, this is recent. And here you are going, there's so, always something I can learn out of. There's always a, a better side. When you and I talking earlier, just chatting as friends on the phone and you're all, you know, that's okay. That's okay. It's going to be a blessing. I'll be able to get a, something different. And I thought, you know, how many of us would be, oh, that dirty, rotten scoundrel that stole, stole my vehicle. I, you know, I hope all these negative things come to him. And you're going, that's okay. You know what? I'll just get a different one. And, and you just keep saying, it's going to be okay. And I, I've always loved that about you. And I think that's why people are drawn to you, um, is that that is how you look at the world, is through this mindset, not of rosy colored glasses, but of rather, there's always a blessing that comes in our day. And mm -hmm. how can I seek after and search for those things? Yeah. Yeah. I just, it, well, you, you know, I, and I just, it, it, in my, in my experience, dwelling on what's wrong is debilitating. It's debilitating. Um, yeah. Looking for what's right is, in, is invigorating. And, uh, and, and I absolutely believe that and have seen that in, in my life. And, and anybody that I, I work with, and, and when they do that, it, it works. Things work out. It truly does. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know, I, I've been thinking about, you know, the different questions and different things I wanted to ask you. And, and one just kind of came up as I'm sitting here listening to you. If you were to leave some advice, a legacy, something that you wanted to leave in writing for those that you love, what, what would you tell them? Um, I would tell them, I, I would want to say a lot of things, but for the, the sake of brevity here, um, one to think outside of yourself, um, and, and two, you have a lot more impact on this world than you think. 
Um, and, and, I, and I believe, and also what I would share with them is don't ever live below your greatest potential. Don't ever live below on what's inside of you to offer. Uh, I, I think a, a lot of people in this world think they don't have much to offer. And, um, and that's easy when we dwell. And this is what I would say to my loved ones. It's easy to dwell on what's wrong with you, what, what, what you don't do right. Um, uh, but, but there are special gifts and ability within each of you that you can have significant impact on your sphere of influence in this life. And, and, and not just your, your sphere of influence, but all the people in your sphere of influence has their own other additional sphere of influence, and they have an additional sphere of influence, and, and so forth and so on. And so your, your impact of looking outside of yourself and building and lifting others has significant impacts that you cannot see the end of it. Yeah. I, I, I love that. I, I really do. I, I love that. Um, I was years ago, I was on a business trip in Japan and I was walking with a good friend of mine, a local gentleman from uh, the Tokyo area. And we had stopped and, and gotten something and, and needed to throw away some trash. And I, and I turned to him and I said, Oh, Sam, where, where are the trash cans? I, on every street corner, I'm looking for a trash can so I can throw away this bottle. And he said, Oh no, you take it home. And I was just so blown by this concept of, well, of course you don't just throw it on the ground. You don't take it so someone else can throw it away for you, but rather you take it home so that others can enjoy the same beauty that you are enjoying. And, and I really enjoyed that idea of thinking outside of yourself. I think that's what I was thinking of as you're describing your feelings of what you would want to share of how can you leave the world a better place is to think not with an inward mindset, but really this idea of thinking outside and thinking about how when you make actions, when you make decisions, when you say things, it has a huge impact on you and on your heart and on your mind. But not only that, it has a phenomenal impact upon everyone around you. And, and I think it's similar to that taking the trash. When you have things that are dirty and disgusting, you know, you just take them and discard them and get rid of them at your own place. Don't leave them for someone else to pick up. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So, Sean, I've, I really enjoy this. Thanks for joining me on this inaugural podcast for The Happiness Dude. Yeah, it was my pleasure. I appreciate you asking me. That's <laughs> good fun. Hey, everyone, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can learn more about happiness and how you can achieve more and be happier doing it at thehappinessdude.com, also happinessbreakthrough.net. I have a special program that helps you break through those limiters, break through those things that are holding you back from accomplishing what I know 
and what everyone else knows you are capable of accomplishing. I have a scientifically program. Uh, Sean, you would love it because it's exactly what you and I have been talking about for years. It's based on psychological capital. And one of these days, I'll do a podcast just on psychological capital and how that can make a huge impact on someone and how they can break through those barriers. But for now, thank you, everyone. We hope that you have a wonderful day and look for the positive all around you. Look for those shiny moments because they are everywhere. Thanks, everyone.